This is LabCast, a podcast about the medical laboratory science profession, brought to you by MedLab Convo. Hey everyone, what's good people? Welcome to this week's episode of Labcast. We're super excited as usual to have you here. You know, it's been a few days since the last time we're behind this mic. I hope things are going well with you though. So today we're discussing the role of medical laboratory sciences in the healthcare sector. You know, why bother with laboratory textings and services? Um, Favor, Muyiwa, Precious, are you guys ready? Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so let's get these guys rolling. But first things first, I think we should define terms. So what's medical laboratory sciences? So I would say it's the study of body fluids, tissues, you know, blood, urine, saliva, and what have you, to make diagnoses and treat patients, and also to monitor their response to those treatments. And people that carry out these tasks are called medical scientists. Muyu, you might like to tell us the backstory. Yeah, so medical laboratory science is something that has evolved over several thousands of years. From its early days when physicians made simple observations from rudimentary laboratory procedures, uh, like pouring urine on the ground when diagnosing for diabetes to see whether um, it attracts ants, so things like bloodletting. You know, in those days, there was this belief that illness or sicknesses were a result of bad humor. So there were four basic humors. And whenever you were sick, it meant that one of those, something was wrong with those four humors. So one thing they did was to bloodlet. So if you remove the bad humor, you remove the sickness along with it. So from those early times to what we have now, where we have more sophisticated technology and we're doing things like molecular diagnosis, um, cytometry, genetic testing, um, you know, all of these things that require a high level of specialization and training. Um, the profession continues to grow in importance in the health sector and to the society at large. For example, billions of tests performed each year by medical laboratory scientists help physicians to screen for illnesses. Help them to also diagnose for disease and determine their causes. Of course, that leads to description of accurate treatment and monitoring of health status. You know, and you know, overall, it helps in uh, promotion of good health through uh, microscopic or chemical or physical analysis of specimens, like you mentioned, foods, the body fluids, blood, urine, and tissues taken from the body. Medical laboratory scientists examine identify, estimate, they verify, they do a lot of things and they report the presence or absence of um, pathogens or toxins, you know, enzymes, proteins, or any other significant substance in the body. From this data, they are able to, um, physicians are able to track down diseases and monitor those disease states. So in some sense, you can refer to my medical laboratory science as detectives of the medical arena. I have a friend who says that they are the oracles of clinical diagnosis. And of course, that's what we say in my school too. Yeah. So, and, and of course, the, the motto of Nimelsa is uh, bedrock of medicine. So, bedrock of medicine. Yeah, and that's true because because because, because without us, things are seen, all of medicine will grind to a halt. So, yeah, medical array science contributes in so many ways to growth and the sustainability of the health sector and the society at large. And this fact cannot be disputed. Um, 
So I don't know, maybe Favor wants to say a little bit more about what I'm talking about. In hospitals or medical centers, medical laboratory scientists perform diagnostic procedures for investigating diseases. For example, hematologists receive blood samples and check them for abnormalities. They produce and interpret results, assisting the clinicians in their diagnosis and treatment of diseases. It's widely believed that 70% of medical diagnoses are determined or confirmed by laboratory results, yes? and that's why we are called the bedrock of modernity. The analysis of the signs and symptoms the patient may present along with his medical history is important. But then it really accounts for what is called pregnancy, and that's the probable cause of a medical condition. Knowing that symptoms are not specific for disease, so to make an accurate and precise diagnosis, the patient's physician will rely on laboratory results of tests conducted and inserted by the medical laboratory scientists. It's not uncommon to find out that a prognosis can be incorrect. In blood transfusion and transportation, some hematologists are involved in transfusion medicine, ensuring that adequate stocks of safe blood are available when needed for transfusions. Basically, they screen the donor physically, like they're assessing them their BMI, if they have tattoo, when last time they donated, stuff like that. And then they, a cross match is done with the patient samples to ensure compatibility to avoid adverse transition reactions when the blood is donated. Serological tests such as tests for leaves, HIV, hepatitis A, B, and C are performed on the venous serum to rule out the possibility of transfer of transmission. The hematologist knows what blood components give patients to different con- conditions. All right, so you said a lot already, and one can anyone can just guess that you have a bias for hematology. So anyway, so. I think Precious will also want to say something more about this. Precious, would you like to add to what she has said? All right, thank you very much, Iwa. I'll be talking about the role of medical laboratory science in disease surveillance and policy making. So medical laboratory professionals are involved in monitoring impacts towards disease control, elimination, and eradication. Microbiologists and virologists diagnose, treat, and prevent the spread of infection, making a major contribution to clinical infection management. The major importance of medical microbiology is that it helps in the identification, isolation, diagnosis, and treatment of pathogenic microorganisms, and also produces beneficial organisms such as yeast and some antibiotics. So they are also contributors of public health. So they identify organisms that cause infection and disease outbreaks and figure out ways to control their spread and symptoms. The major role of this um, of medical laboratory science in this sector came to limelight in the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, of course, we know Bill Gates said in one of the interviews conducted by the Fed Corporation that testing is everything. And the control of the COVID-19 disease depended heavily on the laboratory and professionals involved in the manufacture and use of immunological test kits, the development of vaccines, and the determination and verification of pathogenicity of the disease. Now on to policy making. To facilitate decision making in healthcare system, medical laboratory scientists can be involved in policy making. Of course, they have the knowledge, and to integrate this knowledge will not be difficult. As researchers, medical laboratory professionals also contributes to the development of in-depth information in a specific area of scientific inquiry. They provide data, especially on community health 
And these data are, if they are adopted, they can also help government and political affiliates in making informed decisions and policies about death prevention and interventions. Okay, wow, precious, that's a lot you said. So I think I would like to talk about medical laboratory scientists as advocates, as educators, and then as producers of equipment. So let's see what medical laboratory scientists do in advocacy. I mean, medical laboratory science is the make use of social media platforms, you know, radio, television to disseminate information. That is the point of our cast. That's how we are doing. That's why you are listening to us. That's why you're hearing our voice because we want people to have accurate yeah. information about diseases and infections. You know, to ensure that everybody is well informed. Take the period of COVID nineteen for an example. You saw some preventive measures that we were encouraging people to adopt. You know, wash your hands with soap and water. Use hand sanitizers, no smart. So should distance yourself. So this is one of the functions of this is one of the rules of med lab scientists. And that thing we do is education. Like academia is a popular route for med lab scientists. Many of them don't only teach, but also get advanced degrees, you know, to become supervisors, researchers. Some of them go on to become administrators, head of departments, dean, provost, and what have you. Another thing we do is production of resources and equipment. This is a very booming industry. This industry is booming, I'm telling you. So we work together with other professionals to create products that help with the prevention, diagnosis, and control of diseases. Equipment like chemical analyzers, full blood count analyzers, you know, drugs, diagnostic kits, and vaccines. And who better to produce these things than people that the people that actually use it? So it puts us in a better place to assist in the production of these things. And we also help to troubleshoot damaged and malfunctioning products. That's what we call biomedical engineering. So some also serve as program implementers, you know, advisors, and a lot of things. So I, I think I think we've said enough of the role of men lab scientists. I feel like you still have something else to say. You? Yeah, sure. I was just thinking, you know, there is there are always programs here this side. Um, it's, uh, they're always going for one one drive or the other, one event or the other, medical outreach. <laughs> Community outreaches. Yes, and <laughs> things like that. Yeah. So um that's one of the things we also do. As medical laboratory professionals, we are part of humanitarian efforts. Societies like Red Cross always require a skill. Most times when they want to do blood drive or when they even want to go to zones of war. So regions of war you have medical laboratory scientists there doing what they do, conducting lab tests, although this time they may be using more of POCs like point of care testing methods and things like that. So Another thing I, I think I'd like to say is the fact that we work with the government, for example, in criminal departments, things like police, do things that have to do with the forensics, check for um, toxins in the body, for people who probably have uh, drugs in their system. So things like drug screening exercises at airports or at government agencies, right? Maybe one last thing also to add is that you can also be involved in politics. Right? So I was talking with Scientist Odinaka some time ago, that was like last week or so, and then he was telling me how um, a certain person, certain medical laboratory scientist, Arabian Nanbo Daniel Listik, is a member representing the Lantag North Central area in Plato State, in Plato State House of Assembly, and how he's also the House Committee Chairman on Health. So it's not the only one, I'm sure. There are a lot of medical laboratory scientists there too. Yeah, we have, we also positions. have Chibese, we George. 
Yeah, so what's it doing? We have we have a few of them, a handful of them in politics now. And it makes me happy. Yeah, so if we're going to refer back to things like policy making that Precious said earlier, and this also comes in. So we're part of the system basically trying to make laws or policies that help to improve or promote health in general. So everywhere basically. Um Maybe as a fun fact also, let me just add this also. <laughs> Everybody knows Kedensha as an actor, but oh. she also finished as a medical laboratory. Yeah, size. she's one of my favorite actresses. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, so, so it means even if you finish as a medical laboratory, you practice for some years, you can still divest into some other... Everybody's looking at tech now. So we, should, we, should look, we should also probably <laughs> be looking at how to, you know, infuse medical laboratory <laughs> scientists and tech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So things like I think I have somebody doing I know somebody doing masters now in biotechnology. So things like that, you know, a lot of a lot of things are happening out there. Yeah. And mental average scientists are in all of these places also are contributing their quota to remain of the health sector and society at large. So I think that's what I'm just going to add to everything that you guys have said. All right, thank you very much, Mimiwa. Thank you, Favor, and thank you, Confidence, for those lovely points. So, in this episode, we've seen that medical laboratory scientists, they have a lot of role to play in the health sector, and um, we have uh, blood transfusion and transplantation, policy making, disease surveillance, in academics, in humanitarian services, production of equipment, and a lot more. So, from this discussion so far, we can see that we really have a critical, we have a critical role to play in this sector. So don't forget to send us your questions, thoughts, and topics you'd like us to discuss. Our email address is medlabcombolabcast.gmail.com and our socials, medlabcombo. You can also listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye-bye, everybody.